hey good morning okay it was about uh, say three years ago there about yeah when I became so frequent uh, with my visit to Ibadan yeah so I went for a particular program one certain time then we were actually waiting for the program to start it was an evening like not a very evening it's like a night program like a video so I was waiting by the gate in the compound actually and I noticed a, a girl no let me say a girl <laughs> a lady she was standing by the gate then I went to her just looking confused or like maybe she kind of lost her way or something wasn't sure where the venue was so i went to her and i was like hello trying to help very very innocent intention just to help her then she looked at me in a very disgusting way like i was she was disgusted by me or something she just walked away she didn't even respond to my hellos or where are you going to what do you you need help she didn't want time, she just walked away. Okay, I said I tried, so I just let it go. So when the video started, I was one of the people who was playing a kind of an important role. And she also was playing an important role too. Everybody was playing an important role. But she spoke more, she joked more, she laughed, just like I was doing for my own corner. And I noticed that that was the girl I saw by the gate. And I saw her face clearly. She was beautiful. She was really beautiful. And she was dark. No, no, like dark, black, like, like chocolate, chocolate kind of chocolate dark. Yeah. And like a smile. I like the way she, in fact, I was mesmerized by her. I couldn't take my eyes off. I was just looking at her over and over and over again. She was talking with a very wonderful smile on her face, white teeth, very bright eyes. I was looking at her and she was so confident with when she with she talks. And I liked that. I really liked it. So I, I proposed to myself and I, I was like, okay. I'm going to like talk to her but I, I didn't get a chance to talk to her that evening that the evening passed we had another rehearsal it passed then it was getting closer to when I had to leave Ibadan Then I told myself that I I must talk to this girl before I leave Ibadan then one day we met at her church and after the service I had to walk to her I asked her name she told me and we, we got talking and we got talking because I actually had waited a long time for her to be alone everybody had to go away for me to talk to her so I waited and everybody had left then she was alone so I knew I had a t- I had an attention now. Walked up to her and we started talking 
and we spoke i got a name we exchanged number but while we're talking all of a sudden something happened something that actually made me raise my my brows and i was like what if about a four-year-old boy just walked into our conversation and was like mommy 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 i said mommy and i was trying to see where the guy was going to and the guy actually ran to her into her, her, her uh, arms yeah and she kind of pulled him close and she was talking to him and she solved the problem or whatever he came to talk to her then he left and i was like sorry did he just call you mommy she said yes <laughs> she said the most surprising thing she said yes i am a proud single mother i said okay i i only wanted you to say yes or no but she went to say yes he's my son i'm a proud single mother and that sounded so defensive to me and then i overlooked it and i said it's not about what she said but not about the guy i liked her and i still liked her the way she was and i so i got her number we kept talking and one thing that was just in between us that moment was distance yeah distance is a bitch she was in Ibadan and I was in Lagos Ibadan was like two hours away from for me so we could talk on phone we could chat but we couldn't see we couldn't spend time together like face contact and all that and over times the times where she wanted me there I wanted her here but it just couldn't happen we just stayed on, on calls on, on all of that. So one day I, I said, okay, this is what we have to do. I have to see you. Like, we need to spend time together, like, physically. She said, yes, that's a good idea. Then I went over to Ibadan. I got a guest house, a room. And when she came, and we stayed together. Pause. Pause there right now. I know what you're thinking nothing happened yeah you believe me or not absolutely nothing happened in fact that was the best time we should have made best place and everything we got talking now we had a very deep talk and a lot of things reviewed and a lot of things came out a lot of things that really changed the whole relationship really changed the perspective changed everything about the relationship and i could say it actually even didn't make it work after that conversation we had that night it was really a <laughs> an intense and extended conversation we had that day but there's something other things i something i was grateful for i was grateful we had a conversation or we met because I think I began to understand her even more than I was. I understood her. That girl was a strong woman, or is a strong woman. Let me not say was. She's still alive. 
she made me understand that single mothers are very strong people you are married you have a husband who's helping you supporting you train up train up your children who is giving you attention who's making you feel like a woman who is making you walk on the streets with your head up and shoulders high with confidence but these ladies who have kids without husbands some of them have to pretend to wear rings so they don't get to be asked too many questions they can give answers to some of them have to put up a face in public strong face in public but they go home and they weep they cry they wish some of them have to avoid any form of conversation that's going to lead to them getting questions that they can give answers to some of these girls or ladies sometimes they have they've wished to give up they just wanted to just give up so talking to her that evening just made me realize that the stigmatization or the stigmatizing of these people has really cost a lot of them their confidence it has cost them their social confidence it is in this country particularly you see a single mother having another guy or a guy she's dating and you hear people say eh uh-huh, you don't start again you don't start again abi you don't say don't bump again abi you don't say don't get one boy you they jump around they open your leg for all the man for all the man abi go you go burn on that one and you go run again come on sometimes these people who who actually have children they know they made a mistake but should one mistake then end their life change the whole story of their lives she need they need to learn to love again they need to learn to go out and move on grow see the opportunities they can get but the stigmatization in nigeria is too much the stigmatizing is is heavier than the love they get and because we stigmatize them because we hunt them with these things these people build a wall they build a brick wall around them they become so difficult so hard if you meet a a single mother today she's so defensive you talk to her about her son or her child she wants to just come back talking defensive and you feel like I, I didn't i didn't even want you to get defensive i just wanted to know then i i understood why she said yes he's my son and i'm a proud single mother i didn't ask you to tell me the whole epistle but she had to do that because she thought i was going to run away or like i'm going to look at her judging her with my looks 
or I'm going to be like every other person and say, oh, you're saying about that. They don't use yourself. But I wasn't like that. I can never be. Because, fine, she made a mistake and it led to the child. She could have aborted that child, but she kept the child. And above all, she has shown strength. She has shown dedication. Because this boy has grown to be a strong young man. He's confident. He's bright. He's jovial. He smiles. He's happy as a kid. He's getting what some parents can't give to their child. Husband and wife can't give to some children this joy that boy has. Some single mother have done, they've done everything to give to that boy what some both parents can give to them. You need to see how she dresses this boy up. Have you seen how single mothers dress their kids up? They give them everything. They fight and give them the world. In as much as we know that this, sometimes they come in public and they put on a strong face. They put on a, a strong defensive look on personality. When they go home, yes, we know they cry. They worry. They wish. They pray. Something happens. They pray something should happen. But then... It looks as if nothing is happening because the society isn't letting it happen. Eh? You're a young man. Eh? Your mother gave you don't bumpkin. Your mother is going to bury you. Eh? You won't marry. Eh? You go marry her now. Future now. The future problem will come between her child and your own children. No. Are you the future? Are you see the future? What would you be judging someone's relationship of emotional feeling with the future? Hello. Love is a beautiful thing. Let it happen. Let it happen. The future is not here. Then I can't destroy my now for a future I'm not even certain about or certain of. But that's what the society today has done or that's what they do. You meet a single mother, you want to take advantage of her as a man. You want to take advantage of her. Say, me, yeah, you don't get became before. And I love you, they fine. Just show her what looks like love. And because you know she's vulnerable, she will fall to it. And when she falls to it, you just want to use her as a sex toy. And when you're tired of it, you say, I can't marry a woman who has a son. Are you blind or you stupid before? Didn't you know she had a son before? If you can't marry a girl or lady with a, a, a child, you don't even start anything at all. But the society has made them, these people, outcast. They call them whores. They're a slut. That's where you see some other fellow, the fellow women will say, when you they open your leg up and down, up and down, you know, no, I'll be. If they do it, they sweet you, they they sound, they do. No, nah, you don't get better, you don't bump a kid. No more stay as a mother. No, let me see you. No, let us see, say you did jump around with any man. No. They judge them. If a guy comes to look at, come to see them, oh, problem. And you see these young ladies, they do everything to get a guy who will love them as early, quick. Before the child grows up, 
because if that child grows up to like 15 16 that's like more difficult it's going to be like a an already married man or a widower who's going to marry them or one old grown man that is kind of lonely and needs a wife where i come from the tribe i come from what they do is once you get pregnant as a young lady and the guy is not ready to marry you they just find you one man and fix you there even if you're the third or the fourth wife they don't care just go there and become the wife sha. all in the name of don't put the family to shame shame are you kidding me who's shaming you that girl is a member of your family for crying out loud she is a woman with soul emotion feeling yes she made a mistake you or your duty is to make her understand that yes responsibilities have come but then you are still a young woman who's beautiful and strong who can still fall in love again but no the society today has destroyed it even families have become one of the engineers that they've been destroying that and these girls have become defenders they have big tall walls around them and it looks like there's no possibility around anymore i urge you all listening to my voice this morning please let's stop the stigmatizing let's stop stigmatizing them let's not make them feel less of themselves I loved that girl. I really did love her. But she didn't even see the reason for for us being together because a lot of the things she has heard has stuck in her head. This guy is young. He's a free guy. He can't love you. This guy's going to take advantage of you. This guy is not going to love you, especially when you have a son. So many things ran through our head. So many things. <sighs> and it felt like I had a lot of walls to break down. And I didn't have the strength to. It's like you. You have the enthusiasm to break those walls down. To get to her. But you do have the right tools. The required tools even to break the wall. And then you just stand and she's at the other side of the wall. And you just notice and realize that you can't even get to her. As that's not what she wanted. But that's what the society has given to her. Let's stop this stigmatizing. Stigmatization is not the way for these people. Love is the way show them love let them still know that they are still part of the society so the next time you see a single mother out there appreciate the strength she has put into raising those kids appreciate the the devotion the the diligence the love she has bestowed upon that child let her know she's strong let her know she's lovable she can find love again don't judge with your eyes 
don't judge with your action don't judge with your demonstrations no but instead love share it because that is the sole purpose of every man on earth to share love to ever to ourselves so thank you for clicking this morning and listening to this podcast thank you for your comments and of course stay safe wash your hands regularly i love you but god loves you more god bless you god bless you all and your family thank god it's friday yeah yeah it's friday stay home and enjoy your friday with your family god bless you